knock someone over? She did. She hit ginger spice. Who was it? Izzy! Izzy. After getting discharged from hospital, Izzy and Holly return to Ramsey Street for an unannounced visit. Hello. Oh, <laughs> only us. Oh, just oh, help just yourself. Come just come in. The door was open. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbours. CJ, Kate Let's get the neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we talk to you about the most recent episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours that we just watched and break them down, nut them out. I'm Vaya, a writer that Neighbours rejected. I'm running with that now. I'm branding myself. <laughs> Embrace it. Yeah. CJ. That's me. Yeah, you are also... You're a marketer that I am. Neighbours script department also rejected. Re- Neighbours rejected me so much that I said, no, nah, yeah, I'll no stop more. doing this. Yep. yep, I'll stop it. And Kate at Remude on Twitter is the long-term Neighbours tweeter that Neighbours re- <laughs> rejected as well. Yep, Blocked. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And Ash was asking me about that last time and I actually thought, I thought about it later and I thought, oh, maybe it's because we used to make, well, I used to make a lot of jokes about sex tourism's, uh, tourism and one particular oh. character on the show. Maybe that was the shipping point. But, you know, a lot of us made those jokes. Cause yeah, but then it turned out that the actor was doing something good in, in that country. And oh, was yeah, he? Yeah, so I think that, yeah. set up charities over there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Kate. No, I didn't know that. Didn't, it, Kate didn't start, start. Hey, I didn't know about it until somebody in one of the online groups posted a picture of his face on the back of a tuk-tuk <laughs> <laughs> promoting his, cha- his charity work over there. Oh, man. Well, okay, the, everyone needs a second chance. Tyler's had about 70 of them. So oh, Kate Tyler. should be unblocked. Thank you. Kate should be unblocked for several reasons. But I sort of feel like, you know, Neighbours rejected us. You guys had like a hot and heavy romance and then you were rejected. Like you Kate, went on Kate Neighbours. Kate yeah, Neighbours. Yeah. Like you, you like they gave set, me gifts. They gave you yeah. gifts mm-hmm. and then they just said, no more. Get out. Get out. Pack up your clothes. You're dead yeah, to you, me. You're contained. <laughs> yeah. dead, yeah. So what we're going to do is we lately we've been doing a deep dive into one episode and this time our deep dive episode has been gifted to us in the form mm-hmm. of a movie length bumper episode that we're going to get stuck right into. Firstly, a bit of Neighbours Council business. You can vote for Neighbours in the popular vote category of the Australian Podcast Awards 2018, australianpodcastawards.com. It'll just ask you to subscribe to the page and then you just click the thumbs up on Neighbours. And the awards are going to be in our city this time. Melbourne. <laughs> when are they? May 5. Okay. So I will be in America. Oh. oh. And let's hope. I, I will be there. I may have, I may be one and a half at that yep. stage. Ba- baby Harold <laughs> might need to sub in for CJ. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's fine. And I will, whatever time of the day it is, I will... I will make sure that I'm you, watching. You can watch the live stream. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching the live stream. And vote for us so they can get up and make everyone laugh again. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. But also just to give us a bit of cred. Yeah. Because obviously there's some big gun podcasts in the popular category. Yeah. We just want to look like, you know, we're representing. Our our peeps got our back, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And who knows, this could be the episode that, that they're judging us on. So let, let's do a – Well, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. I've already su- had to submit those. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, what, I, I love s- how I'm really on top of the admin. Of this <laughs> actually, oh, it's, it's news to me too. Because <laughs> I had to quickly submit it all and I, I decided to make it the choice really fast. 
Yeah, that's other, good. Otherwise, yeah. I'd yeah, agonise yeah. over it and I wanted to get us up on the popular vote page. CJ, remember we actually weren't in the award-winning episode <laughs> last time. Yes, uh, you were. Were really? Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was your disability one. No, I didn't put that one. Oh, no, 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 they didn't it? put oh, that. No, because, thought, oh, yeah. Everyone was telling me to put that one. Everyone was telling me to put the episode I did with Carly, Sancia, and Kate about yes. um, representation, diversity representation. Because it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. But I thought that that would be um, cheating. I thought that because uh, this whole time I thought it was that one, and I thought, oh, they, they think we're high, more highbrow than we are. No, mate. <laughs> Kate, you are an award-winning podcaster. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because oh. I thought I'm not going to. Use the the disabled community for some brownie points. Yeah, because the category said you should upload an episode that's most reflective of your style and your mm. episodes. Mm. So I ended up putting the one where we skyped in Paul and Sarah from London. Oh, lovely! Because I thought that showed that we connected with UK viewers and mm. you know we crossed the globe to communicate with people. Yeah, and it was funny and it was the um. I think there was a school dance in that episode, the formal. Yeah. So we were talking yeah. about Aussie formals and British formals yeah. and, and all of that. So that's the one I ended up submitting yeah. for both categories. So because everyone was saying you should put the disability one up and I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to just take advantage yeah. of that. And I know you wouldn't have, but I mean, some people might have thought that. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this time I put up the one called I'm Not Your Little Princess Anymore where Zan- oh, yeah. Xanthi lost the V plates and it's the one with Kate's bump in our Promotional yep. photos. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, was that the last time we all got together? The band was together. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been holidaying down at the Anglesey Backpackers. <laughs> How's it going down there? Oh, it's been great. It's been yeah. really nice. Has there been any like random priests that don't have a memory hanging out? Or? Well, I noticed they have moved on from T Bone Tuesday down there. It's, it's, I think it was like it was Palmer Tuesday. Oh. Actually, no, no, Palmy Tuesday, which annoys me because that's not Victorian slang. No. In Victoria, we call chicken parmigianas. Palmers, yeah, or Palmers, but not Palmers in pajamas. No, 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 CJ, you just made that up. No, no, I'm not in pajamas. Who calls them Palmers? Who calls them that? My friend Charlie. Okay, calls them that. He's a bricklayer. Actually, international friends. What do you call a chicken schnitzel parmigiana? Yeah, chicken schnitzel with tomato sauce and And cheese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Um, like pub standard pub fare. If I was going to the waterhole, I'd order a Palmer because, Mm. frankly. It's one thing that they really can't fuck up, isn't it? And and if you're travelling and you're celiac, Mrs. Palmer's on Burke Street in the city does a good gluten-free Palmer. Really? Mm. You know where else has a good one? You have to make it yourself. But um, <laughs> La Mana. My, my kitchen has a good one. <laughs> La Mana has them. Okay. My well, dad buys them as preference. Okay. Over the gluten. I might go after this podcast. Yeah. By the way, which we are recording in Izzy's apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, yeah. Isabel Hoyland. Good timing. We'll Although she her. wouldn't live here anymore, she would now live at like the Hyatt. I was wondering that. I think yeah. I think she's actually bought the whole complex, yeah, and yeah. she's you know leasing it out. Yeah. So let's get stuck in to. Uh, I don't even know what to call this episode because it had so let's, many hashtags. Let's, let's call it the episode where all of Neighbours' music budget has gone to for the last <laughs> five years. Yes. So it's okay. Hashtag Toadie Twenty One. Yep. Toadie's Twenty First. Hashtag. Neighbours hit and run, which if you do it in all lowercase, it's neighbour shit and run. And uh, neighbours special and neighbours movie length episode. It's that one. It's Tuesdays. Mm. the Tuesday. Tuesday the 13th of Feb. And it was the episode that the UK got before us, which is a rare event. It's it's weird. See, we got to watch the first two thirds of it. And then the UK were ahead of us on that. But the final third of what we watched 
was the next day's episode for the UK oh, viewers. I see. Mm. It always feels like we've messed with the space-time continuum when that happens. Mm. So, and how did both of you watch it? So you were in Anglesey? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I watched it and so that meant I can't rewind while I'm watching it down this there. This is li- pause. live yeah. as a theory. Yeah, live, live as, as, live. The, as the common folk do, yes. <laughs> wow, wow. See, I'm living in a – I got rid of our pay TV subscription. Yep. So – and we don't have a set-top box at the minute. So I've had to go on to Daily Motion or 10 Play, but Daily Motion was the easiest. Wow, so you're like living in America. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> She's cut the cord, cut and, the cable. And I watched the hour version – which isn't really movie length. It's an hour without ads. It's two episodes, mm. but whatever. And the last minute cut out. So <laughs> I had to like text you guys and go, what the hell happened to the end of this thing? And I was just like, I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Music budget Kate mentioned. How do we open this Bonanza episode? I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> <laughs> a long chunk of Spice Girls wannabe, not even a cover. The actual Spice Girls. Yeah, oh, wow. and they were like um, emulating the actual clip for it as well, like mm. filming it the same way. Wow. Yeah, like like scanning down the crowd and mm. following people around corners and using the steady cam or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Survey so you. Um, you work in the industry. That would have cost a lot. Yeah. Oh, actually, clearances and music licensing is one of our biggest headaches on the quiz show I work on. Mm-hmm. So often, you know, we ask a quiz question and then. We reveal the answer in a graphic or a video or we might play a little clip of a song and we ask people to guess the title or whatever. Mm -hmm. And often questions will fall over because we can't get the right so we can't clear it or we've used all our budget for episode one and so now episode two we we don't have as much to spend. So luckily I don't have to do any of that admin. Someone else does it. But often I might just get an email back saying we can't use this this Mm. artist's music so write the question differently. Ross Wilson wants an arm and a leg for it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, so it's huge. They Spice Girls wouldn't come cheap at all. It's not like in the early 90s where they just had Paul Kelly every episode and, and that. Which I could do with a bit of that. It was great. Stuff. It makes me feel yeah. warm and happy. Yeah. And of course the reason we have this 90s throwback is that Toadie Rebecca has won a 90s party yeah. as a prize from a Lasseter's promotion. But who the hell's going to a party on a Monday night? Well, I mean, that's a good point. It's the night before someone's trial. You're not getting munted on a Monday night. Well, I mean, people that get munted probably do. True. In fact, those people will be at a – everyone at the Tanak Packers is probably up for a party on a Monday night. I'm not hiring a freaking Teletubbies costume. I want for a Monday night party. This is the prize Toadie wins, right? It's we're throwing you an all-expenses party at a hotel, which begins in the the reception area of the hotel – and it's not even in the penthouse because the penthouse is occupied. It's not even in the lovely mezzanine restaurant. It's at the pub next door, which yeah. you already hang out in. Yeah. You, you could already take your, um, your MP3 player and play these music and it would just be the same. <laughs> really, they paid for drinks and nibbles and you had to hire your own costumes. Are, are they reimbursing receipts on these costumes? I, I highly doubt it. Who was Therese again? Oh, Xena Warrior Princess. That's it. I Actually, knew I loved her. Uh, well, discussing mansplaining before, but my husband did say to me, oh, she's Xena, the warrior princess. <laughs> well, first of all, he put the in there. And I said, yes, darling, I was alive during the 90s. <laughs> like, now, your husband's a little older than you, so he somehow, sometimes you think he has to guide you through um, the 90s. I feel I was probably like a little too old to watch Xena, so he was Definitely. well too old to watch Xena. <laughs> he was at uni or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did ask why the House of Trouser chose the Teletubbies as their costume. So we have return characters, which, Kate, I'll get you to run me through in a minute. Yeah, Lala, Poe, 
Dipsy, tinky winky. No, I meant the real, the people. Sadly, I am well versed in Teletubbies now (laughs) since they re released them. We've never watched Uh, it here in this time. They were off brand. Um, costumes, by the way, they were the wrong shade of whatever those characters' colours mm. are, so they didn't pay for that. I, I no. just imagine the stank inside them, like all that foam, sweaty beer. Yeah, no, gross. And I mentioned this to my workmate friend of the show, Adam Richard. I said, so the, these um, four idiots turned up as the Teletubbies, and he goes, well, clearly they didn't know when they wrote the script who they were going to be able to book to fill those ah. roles. Yeah, so they've put them in concealable costumes, so whoever they get, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mates yeah. are coming. Let's this make this them like the, the behind yeah. the magic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Kate, who's in the Teletubbies suits? Okay, well, the best one, Stoney. Stoney's there. Yeah, Toadie's older brother. Not enough airtime for Stoney. No, that think. wasn't. No. I was disappointed. And disappointing we didn't get some Stoney, Puffy and Toadie brothers yeah. Tr- yeah. trio dialogue. That would have been lovely. Was that was weird, wasn't it? Um, obviously, Toadie was one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Then Stu, Stu Parker. Yeah, Blair. Yeah, Blair McDonough. He of the um, Greyhound Racing fame, as we have discussed in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. So he was, maybe he was first famous on Big Brother. He put a he little was, wine yeah. wine cage on his old fella and ran around the house like he muzzled it. Oh, man. This is something apparently is supposed to be a common thing that people I st- do. I still haven't tracked people that down do. on YouTube. If someone can and, like, send us the link, that would be great. It was on the uplight version, I think. NSFW. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids, don't do it. Ask your parents to look it up. Yes. He's looking pretty old now. He does. Yeah. I mean, some years have passed since Compared to, him, like, yeah. Toad and the, the fourth um, tubby. Andrew Bibby as Lance That's Wilkinson. Lance. Yeah, I wanted more Lance too. Yeah, Lance did not get enough to do. Oh, you see, I was just about to say, who wanted Lance there? Because <laughs> I didn't. We did. Yeah, now we know. You've got to have – Neighbours is nothing without its sad loser characters. We know this. Yeah, Yeah, but the, it, at the moment it is already 80% sad loser characters. We didn't need extra ones. But the, they were all – remember they saw um, Paige and they were like – Woo! You know, like at her. Yes, it's true. It, like, but women have got more attractive on Ramsey Street as the years have passed. And yeah. Paige, of course, as Posh Spice, which how seven months tenuous. postpartum is, I don't know how she's worked it, that it out. It felt tenuous as well. She just looked sophisticated. I I can't cope with Paige. I feel I'm glad she's off. She actually, her costume looked a lot like my friend had a 90s theme for her 21st, oh, yeah. Joe, mm-hmm. and she went as, who's the girl from The Matrix? Oh, someone Trinity. did. Someone Trinity. did go. Is that? Oh no, no, that was Leo. Wait, so my Neo. so my yeah. theory is that Leo's hired the Neo and Trinity two for one package. Oh yeah, yeah. And Paige has gone. Ah, this kind of looks like posh. I'll wear yeah, this. Yeah. And who else? We had um, Ben and Zancan as Brittany and Justin Timberlake. Ooh, and I have a lot to say about their costumes. Now, Father Bananas Haley on Twitter ran through all the list of who everyone's meant to be. We've got Mark Dullcop, Dick X Cop, as uh, the eighth Doctor. Oh, see, now I kept on meaning to fact check that, that, but I don't actually recall Doctor Who being on in the 90s. I fact checked this with Adam at work because he's a massive, oh, yeah, he's yeah, a Whovian, a- and I said, oh, someone's gone as the eighth Doctor. It's a 90s party. He goes, yep, there was only one Doctor Who in the 90s. So this is factually correct. <laughs> Look at my face, Faya. <laughs> it's the straight faced emoji, <laughs> the straight smiling emoji. Mm. I'm dead inside now. Can we talk about Angie? 
Yes. Let me oh, okay. put a pin on that. Okay. Because we, we, she's a mystery. We have um, Xanthia and Ben as Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. I'll no, get to no, them. no. Yeah, JT, his, when he went double denim, it was far more of a stonewash type of denim. It wasn't mismatched denim. It was looked like a denim suit. And the whole point of the double denim is that Britney was also in double denim. Yeah. It was a package deal. Of course, it was a corset. I think Britney yeah. wore a corset with like and, bell, okay. bell bottoms. JT had his, um, you know, ramen noodle hair as well. <laughs> and the weird thing is, so Piper has hired these costumes for herself and tiles, but also she's had them in garment bags. If I mean, there's a thousand girls that have dressed as Britney Spears. You wear knee-high socks that you've already got in your wardrobe yep, and a short skirt you've already got in mm. your wardrobe and a white shirt you've already got in your wardrobe. Nothing goes into a garment bag for that ensemble. No. And Ben would have been ha- jeans and a jacket. Like, what's, what are they doing with garment bags? That's weird. And I love I love that um Piper so Piper was going to wear this with her elderly boyfriend <laughs> and she was going to dress in her schoolgirl outfit you know because that's what gets yeah. him going well that's exactly that's all yep. yeah this is why they they well look spoiler alert this is why they break up she's no yeah. longer a schoolgirl yeah that's why he did it mm. that's why he killed Hamish so he didn't have one. to sleep with an adult anymore yeah. We have Sheila as Austin Powers which was, which was a bizarro choice I kind of love that that was late 90s the Kennedys as my personal favourite, <sighs> Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles. Loved it. Amy as Rachel from Friends. Oh, that, that was bullshit, that one. That was – If if you're going to go as Rachel, you wear a Rachel wig. You don't just wear some random thing. She couldn't head. wear a Rachel wig because Piper had already hired the only costume shop's Rachel wig as her disguise <laughs> later in the episode. So, someone on the internet did post a picture of Amy's exact outfit as worn by a Rachel. But, mm. like, yeah. If Amy wasn't the saddest bitch in Erinsborough, she would have had five other friends that would have gone, let's all go as the cast of Friends together. The classic Amy, she goes as one friend out of (laughs) She didn't even have anyone to be Ross. Like, call David and say, you're going to be Ross, I'm going to be Rachel. Yeah. I I feel like I've got a real-life story here that might apply, right? Mm. So, um, Friends invited us to a trivia night that was, uh, yeah, fancy dress or whatever. So... Um, my husband and I went as Batman and Catwoman. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's a classic one. Yeah, because our table was meant to be dressed as superheroes. Mm. Anyway, we go to collect them to go to the trivia night. They're in their civvies. And I'm like, are oh, you no. shitting me? Like, no, you can't do that. This is like a... Anyway, um, and then she goes, oh, yeah, we're just going as Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe because oh. that's who we look like. Booted. Booted from the table. Yeah. Anyway, well, the joke was on her because we got there and everyone was in costume, including another couple at our table as Batman and Catwoman. <laughs> the only person who got away with being in civvies was Paul, who had the classic line. Seriously, though, what's with the costume? This is my costume. This is what I wore in the 90s. What? This is what I wore in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. That was a solid gag that I appreciated. Mm. We then have Aaron as... <laughs> Haley's put Baywatch Hasselhoff because then Tyler yes. looks over at him and goes, "Hey Baywatch!" Like, like that was his character's name. <laughs> like there was a character called Baywatch. But that—that that was the thing where you go, well, clearly identifiable as the Hoff, as opposed to Amy as Rachel. Like you know, yeah. like that didn't need explaining. He had the little boy, the little yeah, yeah. thing that the, they would yeah, carry, personal yeah. life-saving device. Yeah, thing. yeah. Which, which I can't imagine does much. But no. anyway. Aaron's abs are probably more of a flotation device than yep. anything else. And uh, we have... And, and his pec, he got implants, remember? Yes, he admitted yeah. recently they probably help him float. Uh, we have Steph. I didn't know this. I had to have it pointed out. Steph as Madonna? 
Oh, yeah, she what. had the mic. She had the little mic. I didn't know what was going on with Steph. It's hard to be Madonna because Madonna spans so many eras. Well, no, no. If you're going as Madonna, you go as the cone bra. Yeah. yeah. 80s that's, Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, no, that's early party. 90s. Wasn't that the, I don't remember. Like, the Immaculate Collection was kind of. Mm. Yeah. I was in grade six when that mm. came out. So that was 93. Mm. Yeah. We have Izzy, who's going to make her appearance shortly as Ginger Spice. Now, that worked. Was. That worked. I, I'm just impressed that she managed to turn up in Erinsborough, find a Union Jack sequin dress <laughs> and an orange wig and get – yeah, like how does she do that? She's so busy. a costume hire business at Lasseter's? I'm really – It should be. Mm. That's probably – yeah, the most impressive thing Izzy's mm. done is just be in that million-dollar costume straight up. Now, did we see Dippy and Puffy? Oh, Dippy was the best. She was scary, wasn't she? Scary spice. Oh, that's, she was. A she mix, looks actually. She said she was scary and something else. Oh, because she was. She's Indian. She's spicy. That that was. Her. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it. Um, yeah, scary. She spicy, looked awesome. sensational. She had the scary wig with like the cone bits of hair come, yeah. coming out and the, the like the mankini on as well. Was Puffy Ace Ventura? Yes, he was. That see, that was another one where it had to be explained. And Gazcan was wasn't he just like a ninety year old? Yes, not a generic. I, I do kind of appreciate that. But Someone yeah. had to do a dad yeah. joke. It yeah. may as well be Gary. Yeah. yeah. And we have David as Forrest Gump, which I think in my mind demotes him to second saddest bitch in Erinsborough. We, can, we yeah. can't we can't muddy the waters here. He will always be the third saddest bitch in Erinsborough. We can't mix up the nicknames. But I think Ellie's clueless outfit was on point. It was amazing because that's exactly what a normie would throw together with two days' notice to go to a fancy dress party. Checkered skirt, cardigan, beret. Your, your share from Clueless. Job done. She looked great. I thought I, she was sassy. She can also recycle that as an Iggy Azalea one too. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was and so go- in love and, with it. And Gossip Girl, she could have done. Um, I, I was just a bit disappointed because she's not blonde. Like I feel like... She not, should have embraced, should have found a brunette character. To- I here's where we differ because I entered a karaoke competition as Elsa from Frozen, and I decided to work it and be a brunette Elsa because I thought I would have looked ridiculous in a blonde wig. So I got a brown hair extension, and I'll put a, po- a photo up because I'm. It's one of the most proudest moments of my life. My cosplay as Elsa, and so I decided it was Greek Elsa, brunette Elsa. Lovely. And what, what would what would um, Elsa's name be in Grace? Uh, probably Eleni. <laughs> yeah, yeah Eleni. <laughs> Love it. Love it. My, what's your go-to outfit? Well, now I've made the costume. It's going to be frozen everywhere, forever. Yeah, forever. Forever. Okay. yeah Catwoman again. Cat. Mine is Crackhaw or Courtney Love, which would have worked really well yeah. at this party. Oh, they needed a Courtney Love. Mm. Yeah, they needed a mix of genres. Yeah, it's awesome. You just put a little bit of um, baby power on your nose, a <laughs> um, bit of blush on your, on your veins. Get get them and yep. then you wear. Generally, I wear um, an undergarment. Um, and do, do, you, do you go like the smeared eye makeup as yeah, well? Yeah, and just just a big. I'm rubbing my face for the record, guys. Mm. Just like put your face of makeup on and then just rub it around. Um, I went to a Halloween party once as that, and there was um, an, another man in the car and um, two women at the back that were just much like me, and we got pulled over <laughs> for something. And the policeman came to the thing and. The man was dressed normally because he wasn't going to the party. Because he was your pimp, that's why. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. And he wasn't going to the party and he was. He said he was just sitting there like, what am I doing? Like the policeman's here and I'm just like, hey, it's just me and these crack whores. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, to show how CJ and I are different, I once went to a fairy tale and a superhero party as Sleeping Beauty and I just wore, I had this like 
long satin nighty and a satin dressing gown that went with it. it like my mum had given it to me as vintage and I had like a sleep mask that said Sleeping Beauty on it and I had I had made like shimmery bags under my eyes. Oh. And yeah. How lovely. Know, it was really no. nice. Yeah. But thank, thankfully it said it on my mask because no one would have figured it out otherwise. <laughs> and then Big Kev, apparently Liam Gallagher. Big- Big Kev, how awesome was that? We haven't seen him in years. I missed him and he didn't get enough like action on no Tuesday. No one did. And they almost didn't come because the freezer broke down. At the, uh, broke, was it the freezer that broke at the shop? Oh, no, the there was like a fuel leak at the at the shop or the something. The roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, we have... Sorry, the joke of the night was Angie. What the fuck? No one could figure it out. I'm wondering if she was Meryl Street from Witches of Eastwick or um, Big... Well, actually, there is a response from the writers about this. I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, well, uh, my theory was something from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Or my other theory is, did she just borrow that same witch costume that Susan and Sheila wore at um, (laughs) Lawrence Hen's night? Gosh, they love a dresser, don't they? It's the new thing. And I've I've realised, I'm seeing through their plan now. It's, we are going to dress up our characters to deter from the fact that there is not much plot and we are going to call this a bumper episode. Yep. Okay. But really nothing happens. Yep. Okay. Kate, so, what do you got? So I pondered on the internet who is Ange meant to be and then I actually I tagged Perfect Blend thinking they'd know. Perfect Blend said, we wondered if that was the joke. No one knows who Angie's supposed to be. And they tagged Peter Matessi, mm-hmm. who's one of the writers, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. And he said, yep, that's the joke. I've got no idea. Carmen San Diego. <laughs> He's one of the ones that rejected me. Oh. He's and lovely that, though. I follow him on Twitter. But then he then he posted because he's um, well, he was the first one taking the meeting, and Luke Devonish who yeah, Luke yeah, Devonish yeah, same yeah. yeah. But, then, but Luke Devonish like took an interest in me. Same. After. He was yeah. really encouraging. Yeah. yeah. So um, Peter Matessi actually then tweeted us a picture of his notebook page from July last year uh, with his initial ideas. So here you go. You can give read through Kate, that. This is a boon. I know. This is great. I love. Behind the scenes. I think it was it was clearly the star power of the perfect blend who swung this. So Teletubbies was one of their very early um So they wanted that early. Oh, they wanted Therese as Uma th- Uma. I love Therese as she was, but Uma would have been amazing. So yeah, they they did have the Teletubbies, the four people who played them. Then yeah, Therese as Uma, Leo as Neo, Shane and Dippy were initially meant to be characters from Rent. Mm. Oh yeah, a bit cerebral yeah. for sure. Yeah. Paige, Ginger, question mark, mm. something else. Carl, Charles, Susan, Camilla. Perfect. Ben as Bill and Yashvi as Hillary. That's weird. Which oh. makes me think, do you reckon they're meant to be fostering more of a relationship? Like that's what they were thinking back then? Or do you think, yeah, maybe back then they were going to get them together and then realise, no, let's let's have Yashvi maybe yeah. pave the door to be a bit more diverse. Zankan as Brittany. Um, Sheila Austin Powers, or they've also got another arrow to have Sheila and Ellie as Adina and Patsy, which would have been awesome. <gasps> that would have been so great. Yes. Mystery. But I, but I would have liked them to have more of a relationship before it so I can see why it didn't happen. Yeah, I reckon Sheila and Zankan as Adina and Patsy. Also Perfect. Um, Angie, question mark. <laughs> Big Kev as Keith Flint or Noel Gallagher. Okay. Who's Keith Flint? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Aaron as Ross. Brackets toy dinosaur. Amy as Rachel. Oh, thank God, Aaron didn't have to be Ross. Bloomingdale's back. David as Fox Mulder. <gasps> oh, and then oh. or Nurse X. No, no, Doctor X from Hospital. I don't know what that is. Yeah, there we go. 
that's your behind the scenes. Oh, that's great. Oh, Thanks, really. Kate. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Peter thank you. Matessi. Thank you to both of you. And really. then he said, would still pay dollars to see Big Kev as Keith Flint. All right, I'm just going to have to Google yeah, who that, that is. Yeah, you yeah. do that. You're quite a quick Googler. Yeah, this will be take four seconds. So, and one of these House of Trouser comes in and they've all come down for the occasion and <sighs> they've said, I can't believe you won a party. I'm like, mate, he wanted tab. He wanted drinks tab. Like, really? Yeah. Who's Keith Flint, Kate? He's the singer from The Prodigy. <laughs> ah. Oh, that, that is That would have been brilliant. That is yeah. heaven. Oh, also, boo-hoo, Tony. The reason he's they've rigged it, Steph and whoever else, Gaz rigged it so that he would win this party is because he was lonely and sad because Sonia's on her maternity leave slash she's in California with her father and sister and daughter, and which really should have been Sydney, but whatever writers you do you like whatever mate you can't be without your missus for two weeks yeah like she was without you fine when you slept with d you have to learn how to be a barrister tomorrow this is bullshit though they should have put it off for a couple of months like she should have been there it's not fair also so they put off nell starting school yeah oh it's all ridiculous (sighs) this whole storyline if clearly kevin angie are free couldn't they have come and helped with Nell's first couple I'm, of weeks? I, I feel we need to get your friend Jelly to offer a voice memo okay. on um, Nell missing the first term of prep. Yeah. Because it's huge. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't make a big deal, like learning-wise, but it's more social. Like, exactly. It's, the yeah. first, it's, it's where you make all your friends, where you get used mm. to routines and, yeah. Imagine that. Like, remember when you were young and you missed school for a week because you were sick, it was so anxious to go back. Mm. You didn't know what had happened and what sort of bonding mm. had happened. Imagine that. Poor little girl. She gets there a term in. I want to say also, my father would like me to say that he wasn't allowed to start school till April because he that was when his birthday was and he felt he never recovered. So Nell's never going to recover. So, yeah, in 10 just, years, she's going to be stealing cars. Yeah. yeah well, gonna, I mean, that's how it goes on Neighbours. Yeah. Speaking of piles, it's their last night of freedom because Charles is on trial for murder tomorrow. He's got the fast track. The trial's been fast-tracked and Pipus decides instead of going to this fancy dress party, they're going to go and have a night at the Lindrum in the city, one beautiful, of the high-end. Place mm. to, yeah, one of the uh, – Melbourne's first five-star, I think. Hotel, yeah. yeah. So off they go, hand over the costumes to Ben and Xanthi. Then let's get to Izzy. So we have this kind of kerfuffle with Carl and Susan over the term deposit, which Carl has withdrawn to put towards the hotel wing, which I don't actually care about. I don't yeah. care either, but I do care for Susan's sake. That was her retirement money. She's been a half-baked teacher. At first I thought they, they were big in character as Charles and Camilla because she said, that's my savings. Oh, you didn't consult me. And I, she was playing it so over the top that I thought they were doing a bit. Yeah. But how is she forgiven? Now, okay, do, has he handed over the money? I think from what her rant was telling us, he's withdrawn it and handed it over. So they're still never getting it back. I'm sorry. Poor Susan. This They've is been awful. divorced for less things. It's financial <laughs> abuse. Yeah, it's terrible. So it's always important to have your own bank account. Yeah. Uh, with your, and own, your own savings. You, everyone's got to have an escape clause savings account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, hopefully she's got a, her super locked down. She's been a teacher, and like, it's not like teachers are on bad money, but doctors obviously earn more. And so he's been ferreting away this money that's meant to help them in their retirement. She's got MS. She might want to retire one day. Or she's got MS. She might want to fly a business class to London. Yeah. Not cramped up in economy. Next time she wants to go and see his illegitimate children in London, because God knows how many there is, really, she might want to lie down in business yeah. class. I, at least buy some extra nuts. Little deviation here on Izzy because I feel like they're trying to make Izzy be Sarah too. And Izzy was not Sarah too. No. Izzy 
came along at a time when Carl and Susan were split. Mm -hmm. And yes, she may have made it more difficult for him to rekindle things with his wife, Mm. but she wasn't the foul temptress that they're making her out to be. Now, as a side note, they played the slap as well. And I, I hadn't seen it in years and I just thought it was a standard, you know, on the face. Oh, it's big. It's a, it's a backhander, one. that one. Good on it. Yeah. It's clearly the actors had probably waited years to get something meaty like yeah. this and they're going, right, theatre training's kicking in. Let's play to the back row. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I thought that was a little, yeah, that was a little unfair. And was, then I thought Sarah came back, was that two years ago? Are they just replaying the same story? Yeah, and God forbid a man's ex-flame can come on the scene without a woman getting all in a flap. Because really, they've been together for a thousand years now, as if Susan would give two shits. Nah, but I just, what I don't get is that they're certainly playing it like Izzy wants Carl back. Mm. And seriously, that makes her the fourth saddest bitch in Erinsborough <laughs> because he's yep. an old man now. He's past it. He's, yeah. And he's got the, he's actually reached that point. I think, I don't know if this happens to all men, but it's, I've certainly witnessed it many a time where they just become grumpy old. <laughs> Bastards, yep, yep, don't yep, they? Yep. And he he has reached that point. He's he's got oh, find yeah. something objection objectionable in everything. Is he open up your eyes and see him when he's wearing his lycra? There is nothing sexy yeah. about a man that blames a foul smell on his wife soiling herself as they're going through customs. Mm. <laughs> no, is he that could have been right. you? Could have been you being blamed for the durian. No, she'd be in first class. Here's the other thing. <laughs> here's the other thing about Susan and Carl's one of their breakups, the Izzy era breakup, is that Susan was having a grand old time. Yeah, she got together with some beardy. She got together with old man Kinsky. She got together with um, former um, father the first. Yes, yeah, Tom Scully. Oh. She had a great old time. I forgot about Tom Scully. Ooh. The only reason those blokes aren't back to make Carl jealous is because two thirds of them are dead, mm-hmm. and the other one's still married to God. Susan's a black widow. <laughs> So I don't understand how they're p- painting her as this insecure. Can we, can we talk about how much better Susan's hair is these days compared to the oldie days? Mm, yeah, that, that severe fringe she's, never did her any favours. She's kind of got rid of the, the henna, you know, you know long oh, hair. Yeah. The red the red tinge. <laughs> and that then, being said, though, back then we all would have wanted that hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful condition, yeah. So we're reintroduced to Izzy while Susan mows her down. So we're about to have another manslaughter case on our hands here. I actually was just so in love after the hospital and Carl says, so they go to the hospital, Susan mows him down, and Carl said, Susan's a good driver normally because we know Susan's got form. Get fucked, Carl. She's hit people before. We do not have time for your sass at this moment. I really enjoyed it. I did love one of Izzy's first lines I had a lot of love for when Carl says to her, where does it hurt? She goes, Everywhere. Oh. <laughs> it was an accident. What the, tell me where it hurts. Everywhere. Okay. I mean, I love it because I love, like, I love a temptress because she is. Mm. She might not have stolen him, but she is capable of stealing anyone. I love, yeah, I love her sexuality and her yeah. confidence mm-hmm. and I love that she's a foil for Paul Robinson. So great. Who she also dated. Mm. I, I just want them together so much. Imagine a scene with her and Paul and Therese. Oh, my God. I can't even. Uh, she should be buying half of Lassiter's. That's what she should be doing. I'm happy to have her back as a mover and a shaker in the business world, but mm-hmm. why do we need to have this whole trotted out love triangle bullshit, yeah. Sarah 2.0? I just feel we she'd look at it. Carl and she'd go, that's a bit of a shameful era, really. She should set her sights on Dick X Cop or someone else. Yeah. So when she said at the hospital, after she's told Carl it hurts everywhere, <laughs> 
we start to find out about the money. Um, oh, little Ho Ho turns up. Yeah, Holly yeah, Hoyland. Holly's there. Holly's there. Holly Hoyland, who is the child uh, Izzy had uh, with Carl. And she, she greets her mum and dad and then, like, is really excited to see Susan as well. Which I really nice. enjoy how much she loves yeah. Susan because it's so easy for someone to be painted as the wicked stepmother. But I think mm. clearly Susan has welcomed this child mm. into the family. and yeah. Kind of ha- yeah. paradoxically seeing Susan kind of hates girls. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe she's put all her love into this one. Yeah. She's used her up. But I actually – I feel a little bit for – Little Holly, because she must get the vibe between her mum and her stepmom and feel a bit awkward. And I wonder if that's why she loves her so much. She's trying to, like, you know, overcompensate. Yeah, and it worries me because she's a young girl. And, yeah. you know, there's a moment like, ho ho, she's like, what, 10 or something? Yeah. Who was looking after her while Izzy was in hospital? It was weird. Like Izzy was yeah. swanning off to go to this party and Ho-Ho was just wandering about Erinsborough. Yeah, and then made her own way to the hospital. Yeah, make her own way. Wow. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't know how old she – The character. I think the character is meant to be 11, but I think clearly she's going to inherit a year or two yeah. to fit her in with – they're probably going to make her Kersher and, and Jimmy's age. I mean, I think she looks a lot older than 10, the actor. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so we start to get introduced that Izzy's got something coming tomorrow. That's what the text message. Some news is coming. Yeah, and then at one point she says that she's going to get everything she always wanted. Now I thought what she wants to buy is more of Carl's sperm. Oh, that's a great take. I like it. I want more Hollies, mm. and I love that because I think, well, look, Holly, Mummy loves you. She wants more of you. Yeah, um, but no, probably not. She probably I like wants it. Carl. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and no, I'm just I'm just nauseated by that whole concept. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought she said I'll come back to claim what I want and I just thought she's buying Lassiter's. Yeah. That's what anyone who comes to town wants ultimately. No, old, old bloody Folio here is spending half her <sighs> ill-gotten inheritance on the Erinsborough Hospital. One but, one million we've done. Uh, do, do you reckon we'll get to see another hospital room now? <sighs> no. Okay. I went to a hospital twice last week. Two, sorry, I went to two different hospitals last week in two medical uh, events in my family. So firstly, it's very rare that you're always at the same hospital. Mm. And secondly, the main hospital I was visiting, it's not always the same ward and it is um, not just off the main reception area. You go up a few levels, you go – I was in the respiratory ward so you had to go through a bunch of double doors. Hang and, on. and was the room that you were visiting, was that also like part-time a GP's office? and um, the Oncology, the, the, yeah. maternity ward. No – and the sheets were white mm. because you don't have green sheets in a hospital. I noticed that Izzy was on these mint green sheets now, oh, yeah. not the lime okay. green, yeah. not the olive green that they had mm. before. So you can't bleach a mint green sheet. No. No, you can't. I mean, I, I, I don't pay much attention to the sheets when I've been in hospital. I need to. They're white. They're always white. They can boil them basically. Because mm. because of all the um, fluids, fluids yep. that would you'd need to bleach them and bleach turns things white. So you can't have green sheets. No. Because then you'd have bleached patches all over them. Yeah, that's ugly. So a super fancy hospital might have them because they just throw the sheets out. CJ, tell me – I'm going to skip ahead so we can fill the gaps in. CJ, tell me how Izzy has come into this fortune. So she married someone who was 90. Was it 90 or 89? 89. On the cusp of 90. Um, That's why she wasn't with Holly at Christmas. She had gone skiing, I think, with a 90-year-old. I think that's – I mean, I don't think 50-year-olds should go skiing. 90? Really? Okay. Um, He got ill very quickly. Then they got married because 
you know, why wouldn't you yeah. if you if you? I mean, I probably would. Yeah. I mean, I'm married. I'd probably get double married for that kind of money. <laughs> um, when opportunity knocks, you yeah. open the door. Mm. Yeah. And you know, she's a single mum doing doing it tough it's in London. Like, in London, I mean, you can't buy anything there, right? Livability. Yeah. So they rush off and get married, and he died maybe the next day. I love that he had time to change his will. But also that she said that he died with a smile on his face mm-hmm. as well. Oh, that's right. Yes. In the she act. had sexed him to death. Yeah. Now, how so, much has she inherited? $40 million. Pounds. Pounds. Oh. Mm. Oh, well, so did she – no, she only gave half of Australian dollars. Oh, so she gave $20 million. Okay, let's yeah. let's get our calculators out here. Yeah. So she still has a fair bit. You don't have to pay tax on sexing money, do you? Or um, charity money. You get tax from charity money. I mean, she's just getting this back. <laughs> She'll break even on Is the hospital he? wing. So she's, she's a donated, genius. She donated that to the hospital ward um, and has gazumped Paul's donation. Yep. So now she has naming rights, which apparently is something people care about. And she's not going to name it after Izzy. And you're meant to name these sorts of things after deceased people that made a distinct contribution to the hospital. Yeah. Sorry, or as, like- as a side note, 20 million Australian is... 11 million and change of oh, pounds. She's, she's kept so she's still got, she's got two thirds of her inheritance still. Yeah. Plus, oh, what, plus oh no, sorry, three quarters of it. Yeah. Plus whatever money she had amassed already just being fabulous. Yeah. I assume she had something. Yeah. I mean, she had to have had some sort of profession before meeting this fella. I yeah, forgot. She, what did she actually? She ran Charlie's bar for a while. Oh, the Scarlet bar. Yeah. And then she's moved to London. So I assume she runs some, some sort of Aussie themed bar. I'd love it if she was a marketer. Uh, 100% she's a marketer. <laughs> She's actually she's a Facebook marketer. Yeah. yeah, that's what she is. I want to take that back. She works in the in um, cosmetics. Oh yes. She's an account. She's a brand manager. Perfect for a cosmetics brand. Beautiful. Yeah. I I, I feel like they're like replicating like ripped from the headlines the old Anna Nicole Smith storyline. Yeah. Does this mean she's going to die? She'll get pregnant and die, a la Anna Nicole Smith. And then Holly stays. Yep. That's what we thought was going to happen with mm. Sarah. Sarah, because we thought Sarah was going to die of cancer and we were going to have Angus. I just can't yeah. see this being a long-term contract for... Um, Natalie Bassingthwaite. No, Nat Bass. Now, remember, we went to an event where Fifi mm. Box at the screening. Yeah, we had Fox FM screening of Fifi Box's debut episode. And Nat Bass was there. And Vera and I had a chat to her and she's teeny tiny petite, isn't she? She is a little pixie. She's like Tinkerbell. And she's gorgeous. I noticed that Susan was shorter than her. So I thought, holy moly, Susan must be tinier. <laughs> and we gushed about Izzy to her. We were like, you got to come back. I even, I, sadly enough, I told her my favourite Izzy line, which would, like just didn't come out all that pithy. And she kind of looked at me like with a bit of an Izzy kind of like your crazy face, which was um, when Izzy didn't want to tell Paul she loved him, but she was just teasing him. And she was going, I love you, Nicorns. But my favourite bit was when she goes, I love you, Lissy's butterflies. <laughs> and she didn't remember saying she it. She didn't remember it? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, she didn't serve me with a Sheila-esque get a life. And, but, you're, you know. <laughs> and you're such a nature nerd too, Kate. So you like really appreciated that reference that I don't think a lot of other people yeah. would have you're blinked butterflies. at butterflies. They're the blue ones. They're beautiful. <laughs> See? Yeah. I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Are they the ones in like um, that island? They're like, you'd love them. They're like your favourite colour. Uh, we'll, tweet a, we'll tweet a picture. Angus is spirit colour. <laughs> now, let's skip back over. I need to get to par- the Piles plan, the Piles exit plan. Ugh. It's a stunning plan. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. Okay. Charles's murder trial's up tomorrow because he coward-gnomed his biological father to death 
who ended up drowning in a spa. His 18-year-old girlfriend who's on the cusp of adulthood, her whole future ahead of her. She's meant to be going to social media university. Social media university is knocking at her door to invite her in and she has turned it down and she decides she wants to go on the lam. On the run, she's packed disguises, which we'll get to. She's drained his savings account that was going to pay for a barrister. Honey, $10,000. Maybe one day's worth. He (laughs) he wasn't getting off anyway. No wonder the barrister quit. He's like, "Uh, you guys aren't going to be able to pay my bills. No. But also, how long is that going to get them? I mean, they were going to go to another country. I think they were going to go South America. How much is that lovely room at the Lindrum? So you've already got like probably nearly a thousand bucks on room service and rates at the Lindrum. They're going to have to buy fake passports, and which is what Hamish should have done. That probably is your whole 10 grand gone. Yeah. She's already hired the Rachel from Friends wig and the whatever the fuck Tyler was wearing. She's had to buy that tailored blazer that she was wearing, oh. although someone suggested online that perhaps she just raided her mum's wardrobe because she looked a lot like Tarage. She did. She's like, I'm going to dress up as my mum and we'll, we'll go on the run. Why get a wig that's so similar to your own hair? Pop, spend $9 <laughs> at the chemist and buy black hair dye. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. If, if I was 18 and my boyfriend was looking down the barrel of a long prison sentence, wouldn't you just go out and have like a really nice dinner yep. and then just go and have like a whole night of sex or something? Wouldn't that just be the better way to sort yeah. this situation out? Yeah, definitely get him in the mood for what he's going to be experiencing for the and, next 20 years. And clearly, like you say, we have to break up. There is no solution where we stay together. It's like Laguna Beach. <laughs> And when at the end, when the when the person moves to another town for college, they go out and they have a nice dinner, and they say it was really lovely being boyfriend girlfriend during high school, and then they just leave. Mm. And they could have they could have left it nicely and said, you know what, if I'm out in ten years, I'll look you up. Yeah, I'll look up Willis. I'll do. I probably won't have my all my teeth I have right now. <laughs> I'm not going to look as pretty. Yeah, but I'll be rough and maybe yeah, I might have rugged. some prison tats and yeah. scars. Nice cheeks, cheeks, nice tear one on his cheek. I'll I'll look you up, <laughs> garden gnome on his ass, and I'll take Ooh. you to and I'll take you to another nice dinner in ten years, and we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, and that could have been mm. a nice, hopeful way to end it. And I want you to go out and achieve things. And if you ever feel like writing me a letter, write me a letter and make us a fortune. So yeah, Piper's got this great idea that she can she can actually make the fake passports. They should have got Willow, firstly. Yeah. Also, um, Australian passports, I don't know. I think that's beyond her skill set. They've just upgraded them all to smart passports. So they've got some yeah. special gadget in them now that you, you scan them in machines and mm. they beep yeah, there's and there's an stuff. e-card or something. Mm. Well, I just got one recently. I had to go to the post office twice. I couldn't get the form right. <laughs> and that was doing it legally. <laughs> I mean. So this is another thing. Going on the LAM 101 get better disguises or get hair dye. Next step is get more money than $10,000. And next step after that is Is don't have one night of luxury in a hotel and 12 hours sleep. And tell your friend what you're going to do as well. That's that's basically Mm. number one rule. If if you're doing something secretly, don't tell anyone about it. Don't leave a voicemail that they can track or trace with, you know, they get the special victims team to overanalyze the background noises and figure out where you are. And they hear the tram lines on the outside. That's that's the number 86. (laughs) (laughs) What what I don't get though is that Tiles wasn't actually even late for court. No. When suddenly they had the bloody SWAT team after him. He um, broke curfew. He was supposed to be. True. His, one of his bail conditions was home by 10pm. You know what? We'd have a lot more women alive in Australia if they actually went after people like that who broke their bonds. Yeah. 
that didn't get killed by some random guy that hadn't mm. checked in for months. How's that? Yeah, that didn't even really get brought up. Someone's like, shouldn't he be home? Yeah. 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 Where's Mishti now? Oh, she's oh, she's so dead to me. Poirot, that, like, oh. mate, she's she's on to everything. She's finding a crime in every corner. No, not Poirot. Mish Marple. Oh, Mish Marple. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> I just yeah, and I had enough of her and then just busy bossing over everything. Because that's what I want in a police person: a busybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, she's creating business for herself. Going back to old piles. So yeah, they, suddenly they hear a few sirens, think, oh, well, they're clearly after us, which when you're in the city, you do hear sirens now and then. You generally don't think they're after me. You but... just wait five minutes to see if they even yeah. come in the front door. So then they decide to not go down the downstairs, but to go upstairs because the police are after them. Also, you're in disguises. So why not just walk out of the hotel and go, la-di-da-di-da, we are not Piper and Tyler, we are John and <laughs> no. Jane. Oh, well, no, no, they're clearly Tarage and Grug. Or no, Rachel, Rachel Green and Grug. And Grug. Did you see his hair? So they, they trimmed his man bun a bit, so it's just, my God. That, it's that, a triangle. That, that guy's got, like, boof, boof, 100%. See, when they when I saw the scissors out, I thought, well, this, because we know the actor cut his hair for his wedding, mm. and we thought, oh, it wasn't for the wedding, it's because you were shooting this debacle. Mm. It would have been perfect if they'd actually given him a decent haircut. Yeah, it's part Grug, part Angela Anaconda. <laughs> I'm really worried though because like every scene we've seen him since, his hair is terrible. I'm really – he shouldn't have gone to prison like that. No. Um, they I, should have shaved him down. I was hoping there'd be like a full metal jacket style scene at the start where they just kind of tackle him and shave him bald. Oh, man. So, yeah, they get to the top of the building and, yeah, decide to take a giant leap over a laneway. Parkour. Yeah, parkour. <laughs> um, so this is – Probably the, the moment where Tiles redeems himself for a nanosecond, where he looks at Pipes and goes, you've got your whole future ahead of you. Yep. I need to do this on my own. See you later, kid. Good luck. And he leaps over the building like mm. Spider-Man and Piper sits there devastated. And yeah. Can we just take a moment to remember that um, Pipes has agoraphobia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she decided to take a giant leap off a building. She's going to get vertigo soon too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had forgotten that. She wasn't yeah. able to go down to the shops recently. Yeah. And now, well... So she is distraught and so she leaps after him and then dangles by a finger. Yep. And then he comes back and tries to help her and then the friendly cop comes and helps her up as well. And then arrests them both. And then and then later on, Tiles has the temerity to be pissed off at um, Pipes about this whole debacle. Mate, if there was a cop there, you weren't going to escape that cop. Yeah, and let's wind it back a little. Stop going around murdering and then maybe you wouldn't be in yeah. this little pickle. No, he's not upset with her. He's just making it so that... She goes away. Yeah, so she cuts the ties. Stop apologising for him. No, I feel, I mean, imagine. No, I agree. I actually don't think he blamed her. I think he was using it as a tool to disconnect yeah. from her. Yeah. To say, okay, this is it now. We're done. You can't hang on to me. Therefore, I blame yeah. you. I don't want Fuck visits. Off. Yeah. We're not getting through this. Please take your teddy bear. Okay, teddy bear. Sidebar on oh, the teddy Jesus, bear. the teddy bear. So, okay, Obviously, we have the court case in this the, that same room that they used for Josh's funeral. Oh, they looked like they had um, looked like Janet King from the ABC was the judge. The amazing doppelganger of Marta Dusseldorp from. No, I was like, I was, imp- I was impressed. She's up on the bench. That's good on her. I thought for a second that they actually got Marta to come in as Janet King. I'm like, this is a great yeah. crossover. Uh, and she sent. This is the bit where my video cut out. So what do they sentence him to? Twenty years, ten on the top and ten on the bottom. That's what you say. Is uh, it? Yep. Um, so ten, that means he's going to be in for 10, out for good behaviour. Or he might kill other people in there and stay. Yeah, we don't pro- know. Probably do yeah. that. Tyler's not going to do great. 
in prison. He's a very attractive young man. He's going to have to become like a neo-Nazi very quickly. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. And, yes, they – Toadie tries to speak up for him because now suddenly – they don't go get another barrister. They just go, yeah, this corporate lawyer will do. Uh, he's had great track records with murder he, trials. He's He's got a good case for an appeal by saying that he wasn't properly represented after his mm. barrister dumped him that day. You'd think he'd be yeah. actually get a – what's the right term for an extension? Uh, a continuance. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And – it is. So. Yeah. yeah. I could be a lawyer, guys. Yes. I'm going to be a lawyer now. Yeah. Toadie did it. I understand that Tyler comes from a broken home and an abusive background and he's recently had a lot of trauma that hasn't been unearthed, but he still left a lot of these psychological issues unmanaged and let himself roam the streets as a menace to society. So he gets sentenced and into the slammer he goes. It's Valentine's Day next day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Awesome. Piper goes yeah. to visit her new prison boyfriend with a teddy bear. Yep. Yeah, wearing like a chairman at Mal outfit as well. I'm sorry, if you're visiting your boyfriend in prison, you should like have a little bit of cleavage going on. Is I don't know if me? you're allowed. Well, if you are. It, do you have to dress like chairman Mal though? <laughs> no, you don't. But like I once wore a singlet. And I had to put something on top of it. But you were there in a professional role. She was a visitor. But also Piper's got some lovely little um, ensembles that she's put together. And she, if she's she trying to... Get sus- the bloody Britney Spears outfit back. That's she's modest. She's trying to sustain a long-term relationship via the slammer. Now, I messaged my prison contact. He, uh, he works for a prison. And I asked him, can one bring a teddy bear yeah. uh, as a gift to an inmate who's in for murder, manslaughter? And he said, not allowed. Only thing they're allowed to get is some clothing and reading materials, books, magazines, etc. Mm. Some photos, not teddy bears. So they have a shop there, and they probably sell bears that have been checked. Mm. And you could give them the money to buy themselves. I mean, nobody would. Yeah, but I'm sure that those teddy bears are always fully stocked. <laughs> um, but you know, where they buy the cigarettes or whatever else is currency is where you buy stuff like that. Imagine if, um, you know how when Gazcan was on the inside, apples were the, the hot oh, yeah. currency with Paul? Mm. Imagine if uh, six months' time someone's running a, like an illegal teddy bear racket. <laughs> I had a teddy bear when just, I was a kid. Just a Build-A-Bear workshop in the prison. <laughs> I had a teddy bear when I was a kid that had a hole in it and I used to put secrets in it. I'd write little secrets and, and put them in the teddy Aww. bear. And then we went through um, Jakarta Airport and um, – the, the chaps that worked there on the security weren't that keen on my teddy bear secret bear Aww. and they ripped it apart in front of me. That is grim. See, that's what's going to happen to that bear if, if it had stayed. Someone, what, yes. did, what did you have in your boogie board bag? <laughs> that was full of pot. Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, they didn't they, – obviously they got the, the teddy bear decoy. That's all right. Yeah. So then in he goes um, and Piper is completely um, broken and she says there's no life apart. There's no life without him. And I'm thinking this has reached unhealthy levels now. Yeah. How has no one put this girl into proper psychiatric care? With not, I'm not talking former father counselling sessions because that's a crock of shit. But she's at the point where now where she cannot function without her, without her boyfriend and that's not okay. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And this is the kind of love they've had, like when they're running away and having to live together after they've been together for 45 seconds. And it's been a wrong kind of dependency the whole time. 
but I must say. You think more people would be dropping the Zancan truth bomb of you're not the kind of person who would still be with your high school school boyfriend in five yeah. years' time? I must say, 18 and your boyfriend's gone to prison for 10 years. Like, I can't – like, I'm, I feel for her so much. But also, it's not a surprise. They knew that this could have been a possibility. And he said, no matter what happens, I'm going to do some kind of time here. Mm. So this is not a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I must admit that having the idea of running was a terrible idea. Also, I went through my first breakup at about 19, 20, 20, let's say, and I was probably as distraught. Yeah. And I was not coping and I was at the point where my mum had to take my phone off me because I was not coping and I was in a not a good place. But she physically, she drove me to the doctor's. And waited while like the doctor checked me out and um, gave me referrals to see a psychologist and all this stuff. But you need a parent in that scenario mm. to seize you and go, you're not coping. This is not healthy. Let's get you help. But yeah. everyone's just letting Piper roam around buying teddy bears. Yeah. Pretty t- I'm glad she's going outside though. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. So it's good that we know. Now. Kate, I feel like you're going to have some words here. Let's do a little step over to former father and the worst decision of Paige's life, part two. Look, what is it with former father and having sex in sheds? What is it with him having sex, really? Yeah. Yeah. Can't he be a good Catholic at all? Did we figure out at all? There was nothing that... Okay, so Paige looks over at the murder rotunda where former father's standing with Gabe... Yeah, yeah, looking at some sort of decorations that were up there for the 21st. And suddenly it's on for young and old. Yeah, I think that really some people are so annoying when they talk, you just want them to shut up. Maybe she's hoping if I sex you, you won't talk. Yeah, maybe this will ruin the hold you've got on me or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. But do you reckon she might get pregnant again? I totally think yes, she will. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think that that's some strong swimmers he's got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also like people, because they don't know how to write, characters like strong characters anymore they're just like we'll just knock her up and see you later yeah well the the funny thing is there was like talk online about oh wow they did it with Gabe in the room you know like he's going to be scarred for life which you know he's only a baby he's not going to remember it I mean yeah Yeah. he's 12 (laughs) now yeah but still look hey maybe hats off to them to still being able to perform with your 12 year old son in the room yeah <laughs> yeah not, like not be put off maybe he is quite good in the sack yeah yeah like we've got to put the cats out you know that's actually all there is to say they've done the deed while he goes out with while he's in a relationship with steph she's in a relationship with dick x cop who by the way had a great a great moment when lance was really excited by mark's costumes going hey someone's come as the eighth doctor that guy's cool yeah and everyone's like you're both losers um, we should preference that we have a guest in the room that's making some that's really keen on the storyline as well. Yeah, baby Angus is here, who's probably about the same height as Gigantor, but um, probably a year older. <laughs> yeah, he's a year older. Oh, here's your lift. One more thing to cover off. Oh, I believe a few people pointed this out to me and I didn't notice it. Well, I was looking for it because the UK had seen mm. it first and alerted me to the fact that the, the line, here's the line that was uttered. Ah, there is saddest man in Erinsborough, eh? Oh, yes, I, I heard that and I was like, surely that's a shout-out to our saddest bitches in Erinsborough. Yeah, it's Paul saying it to Carl? Oh, it must have been Paul, Paul saying it to Carl. Gary? Yeah. I mean, it's half a shout-out, really. I mean, they, they might not be able to say bitch, but it's got to be, if someone's got to call Amy the saddest something in Erinsborough, <laughs> that's your task. Just like when team. they called um, Lucas, Lusicus. That was great. And when Millsy called Xanthi Zancan. True. Yeah. Now, we have the, the trial and the next day, 
child says, I don't love you anymore. Yeah. See you later. It's your fault. And Piper's smart enough that she should have gone, you're just saying that, so I'll leave. Like yeah. she should have seen through that. But she's not mature. She's, mm. She thinks she's mature, but she isn't. But no one's saying that to her. Like mm. it, Trey should be saying, he's saying this because he needs you to go. Yeah. And you need to go. And mm. you need to write this one down as we broke up because he went to prison. Which she vlogged about. I haven't watched the pipe up yet, but she's got a vlog up called, My Boyfriend Went to Prison for Murder. Oh, man. She should get a lot of hits. Yeah, it should. I mean, that clickbait arama. <laughs> uh, one more she thing. She doesn't I... need to go to social media university with a life mm. like this. <laughs> She'd be king of the kids at social yeah, media I university. Go. I reckon there'd be like a thread about her on Gomi, like just for what a train wreck of a life she's What got. is Gomi, Kate? Get off my internets. Right. Criticising bloggers, basically. Yeah. And there's a vlog category in there as well. But that, that would be like, holy moly, what's this woman done? You know, like... <laughs> Well, okay, you can't even start on what's gone well, wrong. Well, not in even life. what she's done. It's everything that's this, the trauma that's happened to this woman. Yeah, everything's this girl. pretty sad. Uh, one more thing to mention: we've had a reappearance of Toadie's '90s mullet, I and like as the perfect blend pointed out online, I witnessed the demise of that mullet when I was on set at the burning down of Lou's Place Pub, mm-hmm. where Toadie's mullet was displayed for all and sundry to enjoy behind the bar. So, who ran into that fire to pull that mullet out? The guy. That's Lance. stalking Paul. Oh. Who? Oh, there, there's some – we didn't even talk about that rando. Yeah, so we – there's rumours that he was in the pub or whatever at the time, something like that. I, I'd like our UK listeners to chime in as to is his manner of speaking normal for him? Because he's from Coronation Street, isn't he? Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was thinking, well, maybe it's just him naturally or he's stoned <laughs> or maybe he's not. There's a root loose in the top paddock or something. Um, I think he's just shocked by where he is. Like, I think, mm-hmm. like, he's been planning this moment for many years. Plus, he, they didn't give him much dialogue. He's got to mind most of what he's doing. Yeah. Parking away plates, being yelled at by his possible father. Sheila gave him a job at the pub without even asking his name. Or if he has a right to work in Australia. I thought that was keen. Like, or, oh, you're from a different country? No worries. Or an RSA yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> a few things to hit on later in the week. We have the reappearance of... Willow, so apparently Andrea's sniffing around again, whatever, I don't care, I'm over it. Oh, Cindy, yeah. And you're over it. So she says to Cindy, there's so much that you can't know. There's so much that Tonya and Tony can't even know because she's really D. That is the end of that sentence, I think. Okay. Seastradamus yeah. has called she's it. She's really D. I mean, you guys have already called it before, but she's yeah, but really D. That was back when I cared. I don't yeah, care now. All was she are pregnant? Up. Did she get knocked up by the toad, oh my toad spawn? I mean, look, that's possible. But actually, both yeah, she wouldn't be, be pregnant. True. She'd have a baby, actually. I can't even cope with yeah. any more pregnancy as plot device storylines Yeah, I don't want anymore. Either. Stop leaning on it. Now, actually, should we head into Citizen Citizen? Yeah, go for it. Because I want to kick off Citizens of the Week. I'm doing a few joint ones. Mm. Toadie and Stu for introducing Ben to the House of Trouser later in the week and bonding with him over his late father, Drew. I really love when Neighbours takes time to ex- explore the emotion of a scenario and hits on nostalgia uh, without having to do any crazy stunts like parkour or over a building. And I thought that was, the sentiment was really lovely and I even enjoyed how Ben was, when they dropped their pants, Ben was like, I'll leave you two alone. <laughs> like, well, hang on, I've, got, I've got two bones to pick with that situation. One was Steph saying, oh, yeah, I've only had like passionate thoughts about one man and, you know, and it was, oh, yeah, it was your dad. <laughs> I had the horn for him. 
Yeah, well, while he was married to your mum. Yeah, there's a reason Steph's not in my citizen list. Yeah, yeah. But also my second point was when um, he was describing Zancan to Stu. She's gorgeous. Yeah, oh, and more. She's the most kind and caring person I've ever met. She's always looking out for someone else. <laughs> you are so much like your dad. Really? Yeah. Drew could have had anyone he wanted, but then he met Libby and that was it. There was never going to be anyone else for him. Yeah, your dad was like that with Libby. And I was like, well, it's kind of one, implying that... Libby was a knockout, like Zancan, and also that she was a really kind person, like Zancan. She wasn't, no. She was an annoying journalist back in the day. She wasn't like a nurse in waiting. Yeah, Libby was never in as a bombshell character mm. or as... A caring person. And yeah, you're right. She was, that's just wasn't part of her personality mm. profile. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Not everyone has to be like no, Florence no, Nightingale. But it was a weird choice. I did enjoy that they all had Grease Monkeys burgers. That was a throwback too. Oh, oh yeah, that was the yeah, breaking news. Grease Monkeys has some has better um, burgers than up in... Um, Oaky. Oaky, wow. Yeah, breaking news. Melbourne yeah. has better food than the country. <laughs> yeah. The, so, there's my dual citizen. Okay. Oh, my citizen of the week is going to be Kev, just for, for being there. <laughs> Mate, we thought you were dead. This is great. Come back. We want some more big Kev action with some dialogue this time. CJ. Um, citizen for Paige Ooh. and sleeping with a with former father yeah. slash father. Of, I mean, co-parent lady. Yeah. You have a boyfriend. And if you're going to do the deed, pick someone better. Yeah. Yeah. But can't she just co-parent with him, have sex with someone else? Doesn't have to be Mark. I don't care. But just stop toying with this baby's future. Because poor Gigantle's involved. Like, that's a confusing message to send. Yeah. Mum and Dad are together. They're not. Dad loves God. Dad doesn't love God. Mum loves Mark. No, she doesn't. It's too confusing. Just calm it down for a minute. And... What a way to send out Olympia Valance who came in as this firecracker character who was freeing the nipple and, you know, she's going to run off into the sunset with a priest. I'm sad for her. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm done with her because, although there's something I didn't mention that I mentioned on Twitter, she couldn't find Jack at the start of the week. Gabe or Jack? Gabe. She couldn't find, well, she couldn't find either. Because, by the way, if you're minding someone's child, answer your freaking phone. And and how dare he? He had the gall to say, it's upstairs on silent. That's ridiculous. The mother of your child is trying to ring yeah. in. Yeah. And when I say minding, I'm not making a joke about the mind. Like, also, like, he's whatever. a shitty, he's a shitty father. Yeah. yeah. If, if an infant is in your care. Yeah. You have your phone available mm-hmm. so that, you know. Particularly Unless when you're the mother, we don't have to answer our phones. Particularly <laughs> when the child yeah, was kidnapped a-, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And a few people, so she went into, now who was she talking to in the pub? When she was in her prospite outfit, she said, I can't get a hold of Jack. And they, and Amy, Amy goes, oh, who cares? Like she was ridiculous. I was like, yeah. I haven't seen my kid in months. I don't know where Jimmy is. He went to football camp. That was months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he came back, stole some booze, went back to football camp. But the thing that gets me is that she had a traumatic experience mm. like three weeks ago. Her son was kidnapped. And people think it's crazy that she just wants to keep yeah. tabs. Uh, when, uh, bleh? Oh, it's nuts. If I was her, I would have gone as some, well, you could have gone as uh, Courtney Love and Frances Bean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she could have. She could have taken the baby. Yeah. Yeah. And that white dress when she had Frances Bean on that. Yeah, yeah. And then the big cut to the big uh, cliffhanger of the week, which was um, double glamping, foursome glamping. What, what a situation. Oh. Anyway, Lassiter's yeah. needs to step up the prizes they're giving out. 
That's us. I think we're going to probably switch back to fortnightly for a bit. We were going weekly at the start of the year when things were all ramping up. But now I think we've settled back into the fortnightly groove. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks to figure out how people glamped together to see – uh, hopefully, Izzy gets something more interesting to do than to make Carl a snivelling idiot. Well, no. let's assume that Paige and Mark and Steph and Jack have broken up by then. Yeah, hope so. Paige mm. might have left the show by then too. Yeah. She's yeah. on the Margot train. She's already in LA. She um, lost her wallet recently. <laughs> do you follow her on Instagram? Yeah. I can't I can't follow her. My my ego can't take it. Um I I don't really watch many people's um look at their photos oh. much, but I like to watch the stories. Oh yeah. I like to watch my stories. That, 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 that reminds me of um, last weekend. I discovered that because um, I only follow a couple of neighbours actors on there, yeah. one of them whom being um, Sharon Johal, Dippy, she was also in Anglesey on the weekend. Oh, mm. she was you're having a turn at the Anglesey backpackers. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see her, but maybe she was up in the loft. <laughs> um, I do did enjoy CJ sent me a message this week about Instagram. So there was a movement early in this week where super hot people like me and Gail wanted to say be more than the gram. And um, <laughs> great movement, guys. <laughs> and it was really, really hot people that did yeah. it, which is, you know, you guys can be more than the gram. Yeah, like the, pe- the um, people that do um, hashtag uh, not, no makeup. Yeah, no, yeah. No filter, hashtag no, no filter, filter, no makeup. I woke yeah. up like this. Yeah, yeah, but you've got good lighting. You've picked a good angle and you mm. are genetically you, symmetrical. Genetically, so. you look better than me when I'm dressed for a wedding. <laughs> um so um, it was, imagine if Instagram was deleted, suddenly deleted, suddenly you just wouldn't be a model. And um, that's the truth. true. Yeah. Because mm. um, a lot of these friends of ours <laughs> from the soap world are models on Instagram. But really, if Instagram deleted itself tomorrow, would they still be a model? If a tree yeah. fell in the woods. Like I wouldn't be a food blogger. <laughs> <laughs> or anything. Um so, a couple of things. If we'll be back, vote for us at the popular vote, australianpodcastawards.com. Jump onto iTunes and leave us a review. I never ask people to do that, but I think that's probably one of the most important things you should ask people to do. So, yes. review Actually, us we, lots. I hear that all the time on other podcts yes. I listen to. Come on, get guys. scared. I'm not saying it. I think our last review was like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll read them out. Do people care if we read them out? Whatever. I mean, yeah, as long as you know. Hey, <laughs> I'll, re- I'll read. No, I can't. No, we we're not getting any one stars. Are we going to need a book depository business? It's all me. It's, yeah, CJ <laughs> keeps buying baby books for our friend who's pregnant. Yep. Uh, and probably for you, Kate. <laughs> no, you don't need you. No, she's already got the books. books. I'm Vaya Pashos and Neighbours Pod on Twitter and all the socials. I'm Kate at Remude on Twitter. I'm CJ and I want to plug a YouTube channel that will be starting soon. Yes. It's called The Hot Mess Mum, spelled with a U because I'm in Australia. The Hot Mess Mum. And yes. it's going to be you on YouTube. Yes. It's going to be your pipe up. Yes. And I, I got a battery for my camera this week, so it's going to happen soon. I'm, I'm CJ up. And while like, you're on there, can you chuck a follow to Vaya Pashos? Because I just found out that YouTube is going to demonetize a whole bunch of videos if you don't have a certain amount of views and followers. Oh. And I'm just on the cusp. So I'm scared. So just follow Vaya Pashos just because I'm going to do some stuff on there. And then Neighbours Pod as do well. You st- do you still have your couch to 5K on there? Yeah, that's all up there. That's still it's going great, great guns. Yeah. People keep tweeting me going, Are you still running? And I. Um, you say, Yeah, to get the phone, to listen to this notification. <laughs> To get the Uber Eats ice cream <laughs> that just arrived. <laughs> Gotta run to the door. Keep fit, guys. <laughs> and but no, no jokes though. The videos are great. I've watched them. I remember I was sick once and, yeah. and, and you were like my get well videos. Oh, 
I mean, I didn't run, but I'm more excited about the hot mess mum. Yes. So it's going to happen, guys. I'm going to do uh, videos that um, mums do, like where they like clean up the house and, um, you know, make meals. But like, I'm going to do it as a hot mess because that's who I am. And one of my friends said I don't drink enough to be a hot mess. And that's probably true. But like, I am so much of a hot mess that if I drink. You can't have all vices. Like, I, but I if have I other was, vices. If I was drunk and or and as messy and as ridiculous as I am, I I mean, I'd have to live in that tin can with Sonia. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even be. You know. Thanks, guys. We'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. Baby, let me be your love and celebrate.